of it. And then I myself am a spiritual person and I've had like feelings of like, you know, I want it to be a situation that felt right on all different avenues of myself and who I am. And if I'm going to be dealing with like familial disapproval and like frustrations on that end, is that really like what it's supposed to look like when I move in with him? And when I was discussing like, let's talk to my parents about it, we had added in this caveat of like, well, we'll be engaged within six months of moving in together, which would make in my opinion, my family much more receptive, um, mm -hmm. thinking that like this is just a timeline to like walking down the aisle and we'll be married and you'll be very happy because it's not uh, living in sin if we're married <laughs> within six months, six months as much. Um, but then I just kind of backed out of the whole talking with my family part thing last month. Hi guys, welcome to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. So uh, as I mentioned last week, we're wrapping up season one by replaying some of my favorite episodes. So this week, we're going to listen to Feels Right with Nick and Danielle. Um, what I love about them is they're so calm and communicative and caring of each other while really having a huge um, roadblock, which is that they just can't agree on when the right time to move in together is. And as you can see, they talk about it just with so much patience and emotional intelligence. And it is uh, kind of amazing to me. And they're very clearly in love, but they have this big, big, big old problem. Okay, let's uh, give it a listen. Here we go. Cause we've got things to talk about I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come home Cause I think we can work it out Sure. Yeah. Hey, Danielle and Nick, welcome to Honey. Hi. Hello. Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Of course. Yeah, we're happy to. I'm yeah. so excited to talk to you guys. Yeah. And I love talking to people that I don't know at all because I'm like, now I'm going to ask you invasive <laughs> questions yeah. about your relationship. You're probably going to get more personal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we're going to be best friends by the time we <laughs> So, um, how long have you been together? Over four years four yeah. years four months exactly yeah oh cool and you live together no, no. oh we yeah don't. no this is my place with a, a roomie that i've known since high school okay and you live in like little armenia ish yeah it's oh i used to live there i was about to be like where do you live and i'm like all the people on the internet don't need to know your cross streets <laughs> we'll talk about it later <laughs> um so how did you guys meet um, we met in London. Yeah, so uh, 
this is our second time dating. Um, oh. He doesn't like it when I put it that way. But so we first dated when we were <laughs> still in school. Uh-huh. Um, we both studied in London for a semester um, and lived in the same building of like American students. Uh-huh. And we met in the laundry room. So you room. didn't go to the same college in America? No. Correct. Yeah, oh. I was at a small school called Hendricks College out in Arkansas. Yeah. Danny went to USC here yeah. in L.A. And so that was in 2010. Yeah. So we dated for a couple months in London during that semester. And um, that was my last semester of college. So I was coming back to L.A. to, like, figure out life. And he still had a year and a half left in Arkansas. So that just didn't really add up for us. And then two years passed so that was 2010 and then we hung out in Chicago where he's from I like looked him up because I was in Chicago and we met up for lunch after a couple years and things just sparked all over again so you were were you both living in the same place when no. no so no. <clears throat> yeah I was still going to school in Arkansas living in Chicago and Danny went to visit her friend in Chicago. Yeah. And you were going to school in Arkansas, but living in Chicago? Well, well, I guess my, my family lived in Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Got it. I guess, no, it would have been, I would have just graduated <laughs> from Hendrix. So this was the summer after I graduated, so I'm back at home in Chicago. Yeah. But I had gotten a, a job down in Arkansas. Um, oh, okay. So I was gonna, I was gonna go back to Arkansas, right back to Arkansas. in, in yeah. September, and I visited the summer between him finishing college and starting his first job in Arkansas. And my best friend lives in Chicago, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna text him and see if he texts me back. <laughs> and like, it's been a couple years, all that dust has settled. And so we asked, um, we asked each other to lunch, and, and we started a long distance relationship from Arkansas to LA. Yeah. And then I moved to LA the summer of 2013. Yeah. Did you move to be together? Right, yeah. Okay, cool. So far, so good. So (laughs) far, it seems like a great decision. (laughs) It's going pretty good. Yeah. Um, So when you broke up the first time, okay, you said it just didn't make sense, but then you said there was dust settling, so <laughs> what do you mean by, well, where was that dust coming from? <laughs> well, when we decided to stop dating um, after the couple months in London, um, it was my decision. Yeah, I was open to doing long distance. He wanted to start long distance from you know Arkansas to LA with him still being in college and me starting to look for jobs, and I just really felt like it didn't make sense it was a two-month relationship and we cared a lot about each other but it just it didn't make sense to me right so we kept in touch and somewhat well we were emailing and skyping and then he got a girlfriend and right. so, Wait, it all so stopped. you were broken up right but emailing and skyping constantly and yes so were you maybe like technically broken up but like not really or yeah <laughs> there was like feelings but like yeah we weren't for months and then one day during like early 2011 he tells me that there's a girl on campus and he asked me right then and there like are we gonna do this are we gonna date because if not then i'm gonna date her Oof. 
And I said, we're not doing this. And he dated her and we stopped talking. What was, what was that like? Were you like nervous to say that? That was a very intense conversation, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to put into words, I guess, but. Um, Did you have like, so that's kind of an ultimatum. That's a, that was an ultimatum. Yeah, definitely. So did you have like an outcome that you want, <laughs> wanted or were you just truly putting the ball in Danielle's court? I guess, um, I guess I was putting the ball in Danielle's court. I guess I didn't wanna, I, I'd had, I had feelings for Danielle and for this girl and so I didn't wanna date this girl on campus while I'm still Skyping with Danielle and <laughs> and flirting with Danielle. Very good, very good. And Everyone listen, <laughs> male college students. <laughs> God, if he can do it, right. adult um, men need to get their shit together. It's okay. very responsible. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if Danielle was open to doing long distance, that I, that's that's what I would have committed to. Mm. So it was a confusing time. And but what do you think would have happened with this girl? Was it like, I guess you ha you hadn't even like opened discussions with her yet, or she was. Would it have been hard to make her go away, I guess? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't talk to the other girl about Danielle. Okay. No. Oh, she never knew about me. I Well, I think she... So, so now we're, we're going to get, I guess, deep into some complicated backstories. Yeah, let's backstories. do it. That's why we're here. So, so this, awesome. this girl I was friends with at college um, before I went to London. Um and I was interested in her before I went to London and had tried to date her before I went to London and she was not, not interested in me. So I think, I, I never directly talked to her about you, Danielle, but, <laughs> but when I got back from London, I, I, I'm assuming she knew that I had a relationship or either way, um, all of a sudden, she, now she was interested in me. Um, oh, okay. But, but I, I didn't... Came back with that British I accent. I didn't <laughs> <all> over you. <laughs> <laughs> he, now he's a but worldly cosmopolitan European man. Exactly. Moved <laughs> up on the hot scale. Um, so, okay. So this was like kind of a somewhat ongoing thing. And so she made it clear that she was now interested yeah yeah mm -hmm. um who <laughs> wants to use as few words as possible and then I <laughs> skype danny um <laughs> yeah so what um i guess uh, i think a lot of people would be like okay um this girl my girlfriend from London did not want to date long distance. This girl that I liked before from college now does want to date me. What made you not just be like, okay, I'll just date her. Like what made you continue to Skype and like want to, I guess, double check that this was not a possibility. <laughs> it was a double check. Well, I just undeniably had feelings for Danny. I wanted, I wanted to continue what we had. Um, so 
you had to double check I'm so happy for college you poor college you skyping and giving an ultimatum and yeah. you didn't even know it was all gonna work out yeah, yeah, no clue. yeah talk again. um so what was it like for you when when you know he presented you with this other girl um I think I knew my decision immediately it was one of those bittersweet moments of like we're breaking up again sort of mm-hmm. thing because like we said we left London like not together but then we were still skyping and texting and seeing each other jokes and pictures and it still very much felt like I had someone you know whatever mm-hmm. we were um but I knew that I had already made the choice to not be with you and when you had someone that was right there who wanted you it was only fair of me to like back out you know i was sad and i cried Again, very sensible and respectful yeah, for a young person <laughs> especially <laughs> we've been pretty sensible we've tried i'd say um yeah, so I just I backed off and I unfriended them on Facebook Ooh. and like we yeah, it was stopped. A clean cut, yeah, yeah it was we just we healthy. Cut it out. Well, it had to be because yeah. you guys yeah. clearly were still into each other because yeah, yeah. here we are today. Right, it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> um, so um, when you had this lunch date in Chicago, okay, wait, another question. What <laughs> when you looked him up again? Yeah, what did you like? what were you thinking were you like maybe we'll get back together or i just want to see him or i had so many thoughts in my head but Uh the most significant thing before i texted him was that a mutual facebook friend said that he was no longer in a relationship you know like checking up on him no like the friend just offered the information she was like just so you know like that status changed and i was like well then i'm not as awkward trying to like see him or reach out if like you know he's single anyway i feel like it would have been more awkward if him and that girl were like still together and so in love and i was just like all right you know back off of but it i think i would be more awkward if we were both single because i would really? i would either be like this is a date or this is not a date whereas like if i were gonna talk to an ex who i knew was with someone i would yeah. be like we're just gonna have lunch and catch up and that's what it is oh i think i would have been like but i'm awkward (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i think i felt also like it was an option too like if things went well maybe we could start if not a real relationship a friendship i don't know there was part of me that had hope for sure um and he's just a really good guy so i was like you know i want to see how this really awesome dude is doing with you know, just graduating college and just wanted to see what was up. Yeah, I'll never forget the the text that she sent me um, letting me know that she's going to be in Chicago. I know exactly where I was, what I was doing, um, and just that, that feeling um, was just kind of this overwhelming ecstasy, just like kind of filled me with this new hope and like <laughs> I, I when we were making these plans to meet up in Chicago I was definitely thinking about like optimistically about what this could spiral into again um hoping that it could blossom back into something more than friendship um and and it did 
I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. I guess I'm. I feel like I'm talking to exes and a couple. <laughs> we are. It's a complicated backstory. Yeah. yeah. We talk about years. something that's bo- that's been bothering me since it's come up, which is the yeah. ball in your court metaphor. That does not make any sense. <laughs> what is? What is? I'll put the ball in your court. What does that mean? You're not even playing basketball together. Yeah. In that What's that about? Why do we say that? <laughs> yeah. You should be on the same court. It's true. Okay. Who do I write to about that? <laughs> yeah. That um, metaphor. So since you've been together in this in your grown up relationship, your mm-hmm. current relationship. Um, have you had any big fights? Certainly, yeah. <laughs> Some people try to pretend that they don't. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're liars. <laughs> <laughs> liars. Um, yeah, so probably the biggest fight that we've been having for a while that's not really resolved at all is the issue of living together. That came up earlier, yeah. Let's dig in. I had no idea. And as soon as you said, like, do you guys live together? (laughs) I was like, no, we don't. Everyone can rewind and listen to that part of the episode again. (laughs) We do not. So what's the deal? What's the, what are the two sides of this argument? I want to live together. Danny doesn't. Yeah, that's the way to put it. Really simply, right? Okay. Um, I think that um, long, long ago, he mentioned to me that living together was like a natural expectation for him in like a serious relationship. Um, and a long time ago, I mentioned to him that I never imagined living with someone that I wasn't married to. Um, which is a really uncommon conservative Even perspective. Even engaged too. That was always a possibility, uh-huh. a possibility, but uh-huh. in general, no. Um, overall, it was that I never imagined living with someone I wasn't married to, and it was something that, since we've been together so long, just kind of sat on a shelf as a thing until um, much more recently when he's been ready to find a new place and wants me to be in that place too. Um, I have less of an issue with like how much I love you and how much like I want to be with you and how much time I want to spend with you. Um, There's just a lot of other factors that have always kind of complicated the situation like yeah, I have a conservative family and I'm very conservative and religious and it's not something that would be welcomed or it would rock the boat. Approved of, exactly. Um and and Nick's making that face because it's true that different family members would have different opinions. Like Well it's the face. It was a little like Yeah. Meh. Is that was that the feeling? I, I'm the doubting those assertions. We were planning on on going to talk to her parents about possibly moving in together last month, and then Danny called that off, um, and and took an even more firm stance about not moving in together. So I I guess 
while I, I sympathize with with her family situation, like I, I don't want to be putting her in this this difficult decision where she has to either choose appeasing me or appeasing her family. Like that, that's not a good position to put her in. But but I, it bothers me that that we can't even talk to her her parents about it. I, I think she'd be surprised by her parents' reactions. I think they'd be supportive, honestly. And yeah, that was kind of my next question is yeah. like, when was the last time you heard from your parents about this? About three years ago. And um, what was that conversation? Nick and I lived together for three months. Whoa, boy! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. we did live together. Um, when he first moved to LA, Nick didn't have a job, he didn't know a soul, he had nowhere to go. And so he just came right packed up and came to my place um and i had some family members that were very vocal about it being not okay Mm -hmm. including my father um who like took me to lunch and told me like you weren't raised to do this kind of thing and how long had you two been together when this happened almost a year long distance for a year for like eight months but then it was like months after we had been living together when my dad took me to lunch and told me all that Oh, okay. So yeah. it was close to a year that we had been dating, probably two months living together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last time I like vocalized that situation with my dad. And it definitely put a fire under my butt to help Nick move out as fast as possible because I knew how what? my dad was <laughs> there's always, unhappy. There, there, was, there was always a plan of me moving out within three months. And then I did. I know, and, I know. But it just like couldn't be delayed. Like, Okay. It wasn't going to be delayed, but... So that was the last time I talked to my dad about it. I had an uncle who told me, like, God's not going to bless you, and God is disapproving of you, and you're going to suffer challenges in life because you're living with your boyfriend and you guys aren't married. And I took that really, really hard. Um, And so it was, like, two examples of, like, what I feared going through again. Um, and my family's LA-based. Like, we're all here. That's uh-huh. another part of it. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're living off in Boston and, like, you know what? Whatever. That was my next but. suggestion. Keep it a secret from <laughs> Very healthy. That could <laughs> work. But they but live here. They live here. So close. Um, I don't know. So that's a huge portion of it. And then I, myself, am a spiritual person and I've had, like, feelings of, like, you know, I want it to be a situation that felt right on all different avenues of myself and who I am. And if I'm gonna be dealing with like familial disapproval and like frustrations on that end, is that really like what it's supposed to look like when I move in with him? And when I was discussing like let's talk to my parents about it. We had added in this caveat of like, well, we'll be engaged within six months of moving in together, which would make, in my opinion, my family much more receptive, um, Mm -hmm. thinking that like, this is just a timeline to like walking down the aisle and we'll be married and you'll be very happy because it's not uh, living in sin if we're married (laughs) within six months months as much, Um, but then, I just kind of backed out of the whole talking with my family part thing last month overall, so. Okay, now very kind of 
New Yorker question, like what is your lease rent? What are the logistics <laughs> of this? Like how much time pressure are you under to like get into this living situation, just logistically? Well, last summer I moved into a, a new apartment um, and, I, and I was trying to persuade her a lot last summer to move in with me. Um, and now kind of doing the same thing again this year. I kind of want to move out when my, my rent goes up. But um, things got, another layer to the story, things got complicated last semester, or last summer. I'm a teacher. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, it's semester all the time. Um, because I got a, a dog. So I have a um, nine-month-old puppy. Right? Oh, my God. And... <laughs> And that actually made it, so, so, so that's why I needed to find a new place last semester, or gosh, last <laughs> summer. <laughs> it was last semester too. Um, because I needed somewhere big enough for this dog, and that is a challenge in LA, because I have a big dog, and pretty much all the apartments would say, we want a dog 25, 25 and under, yeah. yeah. So it was really tough. Um, the place I'm at now is actually it's it's totally manageable. Um, it's it's okay. It's actually a, it's it would be okay if I stayed there longer. Um, and I'm paying fourteen hundred in rent. Um, but I, I would, know I have some listeners like across America who that's going to be. They're yeah. going to be like, "That's reasonable," but that is reasonable yeah. in LA. Right. They think that's a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'm able to save a little bit of money, but I'd like to save more money, of course, and um, I'd like to be in maybe a better neighborhood or a neighborhood that has a better commute to work. Or right? there, there are several things that so that, that it could I'd be like improved, improved upon, but you're not in a situation where like you're going to have to renew your lease for another year. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll be going month to month. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. so it's not. So guess what? You guys could drag this fight out <laughs> for exactly. as long it's as it's going to go on for a long time. <laughs> War of attrition. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I also another layer of it um, is that I didn't want to move in with him just to make his life easier and his rent lower. Like it wasn't like you know, oh, you wanna, want me to split your rent with you? Like, so let's do it. Like, that didn't feel like a great reason. I think that um, is a bad reason. Yeah. But I don't and, think that ends well for a lot of people. Yeah, and I know that like, he wishes he paid less, but like, that's not necessarily a reason to rush into the situation. Which I should just say is totally not my primary reason. Okay. For, for, for <laughs> it's on the list though. And I'm also like, not as much of a dog person as him, you know? And the dog is a puppy and energetic and big, 80 pounds. Whoa! Um, what kind of dog? Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Oh my God, that's what I had growing oh, up. Wow. Sweet Rosie. Wow. Oh my gosh, we're gonna compare pictures after this. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so I've been on a journey with like just the dog <laughs> like over yeah. the last nine months and like getting accustomed to like getting slobbered on and attacked every time I walk in this door. And like, if I stay over and wake up there, I have to, you know, you know, block her into the kitchen so I can get ready. And then she wants to come in the bathroom when I'm taking a shower. And like, you have to lock her in before I go. And like, she barks if she knows I'm there. And I'm still trying to sleep for another 30 minutes. And Cause I'll, I'll leave, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, leave for work while Danny is still wait, sleeping. Exactly, exactly. So like, it's all, a bit of extra 
it's stuff. It's making it less appealing for you to give up your yes. dogless apartment mm-hmm. situation. One thing you said that I haven't thought about, like I've never thought about this question this way, is like you is wanting it to like all be like feel right yeah. when you move in. Yeah. To me, that's a pretty compelling argument, which I, yeah. maybe it's because nothing has ever really felt right in my, in my life. <laughs> I'm like, that would be an insane <laughs> bar <laughs> to cross. <laughs> but, so, does that make sense to you at all, Nick? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it, it feels right to me. And, and mm, the primary reason yeah. why I want us to move in is it's not for cheaper rent or, or simplified living conditions. It's really for our relationship to grow. And we, as we get older, we're having more professional responsibilities. And then I have this dog responsibility. It, it's really felt like we've been spending less time together over the last several months. And and we both have definitely felt that strain on a relationship and we'll, we'll want each other more and then we'll disappoint each other more because we're just busier and unable to make as much time for each other and and it's frustrating and it's hard for me to envision our relationship growing in a healthy way with under these these circumstances living separately um and so the time does feel right to me. Also a very compelling point. <laughs> yeah, he always sounds <laughs> like the uh, victim in these situations when we talked about he it. He doesn't sound like a victim to me, though. It's just okay. like a solid pitch. He, he always ends up sounding like <laughs> the one with the better argument. <laughs> I'm the villain. Uh, no, no, I, but I totally understand and sympathize with, with Dan- Danielle's position and... This I'm is, just he's still to, doing it. He's still trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just perfect. You're perfect boyfriend. Like uh, trying to wear her down. Yeah. Uh, hopefully one day she'll give yeah. in. This is a. I, you know what? This is a great technique. Just be like so patient and yeah. so nice. Uh, but okay. Now at this point. No, again, this is just such an invasive question. But I'm here for the listeners. They're going (laughs) to want to know, why is this not coming with a proposal? Surely that would resolve, like, a lot of these issues. Sure. And we had talked about moving in together with me proposing within six months. Um, That was an option that was on the table at one point that I had agreed to. Um, Did you, like, agree to that? Like, agree... To six months. Totally, yeah, yeah. I remember that, that was on the that was on about. the plan. That was when we were gonna go talk to your parents. It's back on the table now, at least. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, but it. I, I guess when I'm saying it feels right to move in now. On the flip side of the coin, it doesn't feel right to propose right now. Um. I kind of want to see us live together and and grow more through that experience, and and the last few months of our relationship has been some of the more difficult months. Um, totally. So it kind of wouldn't feel, I don't know, uh, uh, it wouldn't 
Yeah, you're right. You want to propose to fix things. Right. Yeah, that was a very dumb right. suggestion on my part. Now that we're <laughs> no. talking about it, no, but, I guess people ask. Yeah, but but we, yeah, it's not a dumb suggestion because it's something that we were definitely talking about and considering, and and we're trying to figure out, um, is, is this relationship going to marriage or is it yeah. is it not going anywhere? Um, so that that's totally something we're trying to figure out right yeah. now wow that's also a question that fascinates me and you know when i talk to people i'm always you know every couple i've talked to has gotten to like this point of whatever like you yeah. just have to decide to you're in it to win it yeah yeah, yeah. and it just seems like such a tough question <laughs> people for whom it's not a tough question just mystify me yeah me too mm. as someone that's been in a relationship for a long time and somebody's just like yep it's time i'm like well how'd you know like, no we just knew yesterday yeah <laughs> like, oh like oh it's like yeah we always and they've been dating a lot a lot of people who've gotten married have dated a lot not as long as we have and they're just like how are you not married yet or like don't you know why don't you know and you're just right. like, we are where we are yeah. um a lot that yeah yeah and i also i also think those people you and listeners feel free to weigh in now i'm like really <laughs> thinking hard my face must be like good god in <laughs> <laughs> really. kind of in a tizzy but there definitely is those people who know mm-hmm. will be like well if you know you know and if yeah. you don't know then that means you, no, you shouldn't yeah it's a no and I, yeah <laughs> what's that all about i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> definitely not um yeah yeah i like to think we'll know when we know um a phrase he used earlier this week was like the truth is is that like we have been together a long time so like it is kind of like marriage or bust like it's like not too many avenues left um we've you know there's not a lot more like seeing how it goes exactly i guess this is this moving in per what you said nick is kind of the the last seeing how it goes (laughs) yeah he's so into it isn't he yeah yeah so what um i this is making me think of a couple of other couples that i've talked to well this crazy marriage stuff makes me think of becca and david of course everyone go listen to that they got engaged after a month I think Whoa. they're crazy, <laughs> but they're very happy together. <laughs> um, so they just knew. Um, it's also making me think of Jordan and Kylie because they're both, um, you know, were raised Mormon and are no longer Mormon. And Jordan does not want to kind of tell his family that. Mm. And Kylie really wants him to. So mm-hmm. I, that reminds me of this issue of whatever your your partner and then your family of origin and how do you navigate that? Yeah, and it's also reminding me of Pete and Jen who are older and married for like fifteen years or something, and they have kids and everything, and their their fight was about managing their two 
families of origin yeah. and they um their big advice was like that they fixed it by being like now we're the family it's not about those guys yeah. anymore mm-hmm. it's about us yeah so like how do you envision how have you envisioned like your um relationship interacting with your family you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean um thankfully nick and my family have spent a lot of time interacting at this point um and i've spent a lot of time interacting with his family at this point and our parents have met and we've kind of seen what it would look like to all be related um and i think they very much like nick um my mom loves his credit score and <laughs> you know, there's so much to like about him he's a really impressive person with a big big heart and i think that for the most part their opinion is like if you like him we like him um yeah. but then when it comes to choices like living with him or like if we were to move away um which is something we talked about too um like my family gets very opinionated um and some of it goes back to like the religious conservative part um and nick grew up in a household that wasn't religious or conservative so i feel like the blending works fine as long as i decide to stop thinking about what my family's gonna think because the in the broad strokes they think he's wonderful and he's very dependable and all those needed qualities this is what makes me think that if you talk to them about it now they maybe would be more supportive about it i i totally think your dad's opinion would be different from three years ago and he didn't know me very well three years ago um so yeah that would that would mean a lot to me if we had that conversation and if the dad if your dad is saying really disapproving things about it and, and it th- that then i guess we can go back to the drawing board and yeah uh, that at least seems like a data point that you guys need at, yeah right now if you haven't checked in for three years yeah I guess it also feels like, well, if my dad did say, absolutely not, that's terrible, I'll stop aiding you in any possible way with your lifestyle, et cetera. And I was like, okay, we can't live with you. Like, that would still also be the wrong choice. I don't know. Is there a part of you that's maybe still going to be like, I'll ask forgiveness, not permission? Yeah. That seems like you're kind of leaving that option for yourself, too. (laughs) I don't know. But it, but it is hard because I don't have to deal with with this dilemma. I, I yeah, his family's just, all like liberal and go live <laughs> together, and they thought we would live together as soon as he moved here. Like just right, live right. together immediately when we stopped doing long distance, and like like why not? It's cheaper, and like my family wasn't saying that on any level, and it's just like a different difference in background. Right. Clearly, right. <laughs> so many ways. So when you guys talk about this. Is this how you talk about it? Or is it more heated? <laughs> is it? What do you think? I think I think we try really hard to 
be rational and to see each other's viewpoints. And I, I think we've just talked about it so much by this point <laughs> yeah. that now. So much. Um, but we still talk in calm. circles. That's the crazy part. Right. Like, uh-huh. We can talk about the same. I don't know if this happens with a lot of couples, but like the same like issue gets discussed like over and over and over. Well, one thing is, anywhere. is, yeah, I think actually, I'm trying to think. I, d- I think that might be kind of rare because mm. for a lot of people, like the more the issue circles back, the more heated and frustrating mm. it becomes. So it can't, mm. it's not quite like just circles and yeah. circles and circles. Yeah. It's like the second time you come around the bend, it's yeah. a bigger fight. It's a and big then it's and a huge yeah. blow ups. And you know, mm. the fight starts to take on a life of its own because you add in how bad it was the last time you talked about right. it. I don't think that will happen though with us, even if, I don't know, if it gets to the point where we just kind of hardline in our positions and I say, hey, I need to, we need to move in, otherwise it's gonna work. And then you say, I can't move in. So so, so if, it, if, it, if, it, if it reaches that point where we can't reconcile, I don't think we're gonna be yelling at each other. I don't think it'll be yeah. heated. I, I think, think I would accept it'll be it. Respectful. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. It, um, I mean, it seems that way from this conversation. Yeah. I think we value our bond above everything else. And I would never want, even if this couldn't work out and you did decide you could either live, I live with you or n- we can't be together. I value you so much that I couldn't imagine allowing it to like tarnish what we've shared for four years, four slash six years. Um, And we've loved so much that I could never allow it to end in like a blow up situation. Right. It would, it would hurt so much, I think for both of us, but we wouldn't want to hurt each other in yeah, this we've broken up before no, <laughs> no but yeah that's obviously not what either of us wants but you know yeah i can't tell him to stop wanting to live with me and he can't tell me to start living with him this summer like we have to make up our own minds is there any just like splitting the difference sure actually <laughs> right now danny um packed a suitcase and um, moved into my apartment for one week. So um, we're just kind of seeing what it would be like to live together yeah. just for one week. And it's actually was a really smart idea and uh, a yeah. nice short-term compromise. It was help- it's was it been helpful for me to see what it looks like, um, particularly with his puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy for me to... Um, deal with his dog as he would like um and your listeners probably are like she's the devil <laughs> like how does she not well, enjoy most of a the puppy dogs on honey are like nine pounders you know what <laughs> yeah. i'm talking yeah, about 80 pound guys i think people sympathize with an 80 pound puppy yeah. being difficult right, right. <laughs> puppy um so uh, the mechanics of that on a day-to-day basis um have been an experience um 
I'm trying to adjust to and um, yes it's, it's a baby step um, to experience something that I know that I would struggle with um, just having the dog around me 24 7 one thing that's so obvious but I just haven't said out loud is like you guys are so thoughtful about like every decision about you know like that obviously this moving in decision you've just been talking about it and really thinking about it from every angle you're doing like a <laughs> test experiment you're like really thinking about like you know whether whether we talked about this whether or not you're even going to end up together you're just really like thinking being so thoughtful about it and yeah. i feel like a lot of people aren't like <laughs> with their relationships you know what i mean yeah well, I guess maybe something that wasn't thought out was me getting a puppy. And that's definitely... Absolutely wasn't thought out <laughs> in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> and, and that's added difficulties to the to the relationship. Um, Your listeners are going to think I'm a terrible person. No. I think it's a dog and you have relationship problems? People are going to love you for that. <laughs> I imagine like girlfriends playing this for their boyfriends with dogs being like crazy ass dogs. No, I, I I like told Danny like over over a year before I got the dog like oh, I'm gonna get a dog I'm gonna get a dog I'm gonna get a dog. But something that that she's criticized me for and she's right is that I never like outright asked her what she would think if I if I got a dog yeah. and I just. She, I mean, she grew up with with uh, one dog during her childhood, and I just assumed um, that she'd be excited. And just, um, I actually thought it would be like more enticing for her to move in with me, and, and like, like, oh, she's gonna fall in love with my dog, and she's she, she just like, <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. Yes. She's gonna be, oh, she's man. gonna be moved in. And oh, that's hilariously wrong. Yeah, yeah. that backfired for you. Yeah. Totally yeah, backfired. Yes. So, oh, man. so that's that's totally on me. I did. I never asked her her opinion of, about that. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking yeah. that you remember the couples then are that just it's so right for them. And they just <laughs> everything feels right. It's um, so right. Yeah. <laughs> you know those. And actually, last week's episode my brain is just like full of all these different couples yeah i'm yeah, sure right. but jim and Jeannie, who did are still married 44 and a half years yeah. they love at first sight Aww. were like married within a year they were 22 oh, wow. and then Jesus. they had a lot of really hard problems because they you know had no ex- experience making a big decision yeah. together mm-hmm. blah yeah. blah you know what I'm talking about. So I feel like actually these being able to talk about this stuff like yeah. this is like can you I mean, you know, your your life is only going to get harder. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. And what an asset that you like know how to do this and know that you're good at doing it together yeah. without like hurting each other. <laughs> That's one thing sure, those people yeah. for whom it just feels right. I'm like, well, what if it doesn't one yeah. day and you just and you don't know how to deal exactly. with it? Exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's an important idea. <laughs> what about that day you wake up and it doesn't feel perfect anymore? Yeah. I think that him and I have amazing 
communication skills and we have so much respect for each other that like unfortunately though we're just young and working through like how do you deal with big decisions and like um nick is the totality of my romantic experience and so sometimes we maybe you have to work through things a little longer because i because you didn't never have a girlfriend through. in Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I've never worked through issues with anyone uh-huh. um, about anything, and so you know maybe these are just those growing pains that are actually just going to teach us that we're ready to handle things as things get harder and bigger and more complex. Yeah, and you know what else about those now? <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry if you're one of these people. For whom it I know. just feels right. Yeah. Maybe you're just in a bad mood today. I'm not no. usually so disdainful of these people, but um, they don't. I think if you have not had a perfect relationship, but you decide to get married and stay together, you know where the landmines are. Yeah, <laughs> you know what you're going to deal for. with. You yeah. you just know. I don't know. I, I, to me, and what am I like so pessimistic? But I'm like, you know, <laughs> this, that you're going to be dealing with some version of this problem for the rest of your life. And you right. get to decide, do I, is that something I'm okay dealing with? Right, right. Um, versus not having any idea what that thing is going to be at all. You yeah. Know? And I think also what, what, is interesting is Nick and I both have parents They're who are playing footsie. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> um. Okay, go back, back to your so, point. <laughs> Nick and I both have parents that have been together for like more than three decades, and like we've both always shared that we've seen our parents through rough times, and like right. both of us are very much. Um, interested in lifelong partnerships in spite of rough patches Mm -hmm. um because we've seen our parents go through them and come out on the other side yeah um so there also is a part of us that's just like you know like tough times come and you know even though we're obviously not married yet and i guess you should decide how much trouble you should deal with before marriage but you know we want to be able to work through those tough times because every marriage is going to have it and we're working on those communication skills now um preparing yeah, for the larger at some battles point you have to be like well i'm going to trade the opportunity of having a perfect relationship for the opportunity to have a long relationship yeah, and that's exactly. something that we both want so. yeah right, right. yeah okay well i want perfect. you guys to get married if that, if that factors in Thank you. <laughs> um, you guys, have you learned anything from this conversation? <laughs> what have you learned? I guess I don't know if I've learned anything new, but just <laughs> <laughs> we've all, we've talked about it so, this so many times already. But it's just very reaffirming for the trust I have in Danny and the admiration I have in her and the way she is so thoughtful and calm and rational and supportive. Um, 
she has a very just prudent, smart outlook on the future. Uh, um, Calm, rational, prudent would make a great roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Butter you up. I know. Right. But I totally get that. That is so appealing. Yeah. Especially if you are thinking about your future and you're like, whatever, this is a person I like to have a mortgage with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I guess we always joke about how like I'm more of the risk taker and you're like more cautious in the relationship. Definitely. Um, and sometimes I, I, I just get frustrated. I'm just like, let's just do this or let's do that. But, but then I also really admire um, Danny's caution and thoughtfulness and wise decision making. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Um, I think whenever, which is often, we talk to like a third party about our relationship. Um, it reminds me that we've been together a while. Like to think back on the years that have passed. When I first met Nick, he was twenty, um, and now he's twenty-seven. And yeah, almost seven just, years we've known each other. Yeah. yeah so like it just sometimes you stop being as grateful and appreciative in the midst of a relationship but it's just crazy how long I've known you and how he's always been dependable and trustworthy and kind um so it's it's a great reminder of what I have and he has a good track record yeah (laughs) and a a long good a long one um in you know the kind of decisions I could be willing to make in order to sustain what we have because it's it doesn't come along every day. Okay, oh, well, you yeah. guys are you're gonna have to keep me posted. <laughs> okay, um, I'm invested now. <laughs> I'm also gonna go ahead and say right now this is my new favorite episode. Uh. You guys were so awesome. Thanks. Usually I say this after I stop recording, <laughs> but I can't. I'll stop. I'm gonna stop recording and tell you how awesome you are. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find the show on Instagram and Twitter at Honey with Julia, on Facebook at Honey with Julia Meltzer. This show is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our intern is Portia Critchman. Our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa, and our artwork is by Allie Monroe. Okay, bye. It's a creative podcast network.